0: guys. Wow, that was rough. (laughs) I guess I should have prepared properly. Hey guys, that's better, isn't it? I don't know. I went for a short run today for the first time in a while. I haven't talked about running much because I haven't been doing it. That's a whole back thing. I don't want to talk about that. It's been a rough day as it is. I'll be honest with you. It's been a rough one. So I want to talk about something positive with all of you today. I hope you're well, by the way. I know it's not a Queen Deep Dive day. I'm not ready to do my next Queen Deep Dive. It is going to be huge, ginormous, gigantic, and I'm not ready. I'm intimidated. (laughs) Actually, if I'm honest, it's a big deal, the next track I'm going to talk about. So I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm in the middle of the breakdown. I'm taking it in. Getting my head around everything I already know and trying to find absolutely every juicy detail to share with you. But until I'm ready, I want to talk about something different. And today, I thought maybe I would tackle a few different things. I have this long list of topics and ideas for podcast episodes, and a lot of them I've tackled already outside of queen deep dives or random deep dives. Maybe I should do another random deep dive soon. I've talked about social media, I've talked about positive self-image, I've talked about being kind to yourself, to others, being patient, I've touched on current affairs and how it affects our little lives, all of our little lives that seem so absolutely not important to anyone but ourselves. What I mean by that is outside of you and maybe the people that are super close to you, your spouse, your significant other, your closest buddies, right, your family, it's kind of scary and sad to think that in a way, for most of our lives, we don't mean a whole lot. Yes, there are things that you can do, impacts you, yourself, as one human being can have. What is that line from Lord of the Rings? Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. It's a really really great idea. It's a great thought. It's true. Yes, we have moments, we have opportunities to make those things happen. But usually our lives go on from day to day, hour by hour, and they're pretty mundane, right? I'm not I'm not saying you guys are boring or I'm boring, but our lives are just kind of our lives. So I suppose Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it feels like we're just a little blip, and that's why some people will tell you, you just need to embrace it and enjoy it, and that's why other people, and maybe those same people will tell you, don't worry so much, and that's what I need to focus on. I'm so sorry, I'm going on all kinds of tangents, but this is my brain. But today, I want to touch on social media a little bit more, and the importance of Positivity on social media. Who listening? Raise your virtual hand if you have consciously or subconsciously distanced yourself from social media, maybe online media in general. Raise your virtual hand. Mm, I see you. Yeah, I've talked about me and and my doing that, both subconsciously and consciously. I think on some platforms, I've made a a distance, I've distanced myself on purpose, but there are other platforms that for whatever reason, life happening, et cetera, I haven't been inclined to be part of the conversation. Suddenly other things become more important. Priorities are bigger in other aspects of life. But if you're on social media in any capacity, and I think most of us are to some extent, if you're on it and you engage with people on it, it's really important to remember to stay positive and productive. I've talked about how you need to guard your thoughts and be careful. Take things with a grain of salt when you see them online. There's that that running joke that it's on the internet, so it must be true, (laughs) right? But that is so not true. That's the joke is that... You almost can't believe anything online. And that's why certain websites where you think, oh, this is factual, they cited a source, so it must be true. There are still opportunities for people to take advantage of systems and input things that are absolutely untrue and completely misleading and false. And it's awful to think that it's so easily done right? It's so easy to manipulate people, the world, by going in and changing a little something here and there online. But when it comes to social media, you do have power. You also have a reputation, whether or not you realize that. I think I did an episode about that months ago, about how you have an online reputation, whether you're conscious of what that is or not. You have, by being online, created a presence and a personality that may or may not be what you think it is and may or may not accurately represent who you are and what you're about. So that's why it's always good to take a step back and try to look at things from an unbiased perspective and say, okay, who am I to the world and what does that bring and contribute to the world and how can I make it more positive? So driving social media sentiment trends if you get involved in trends, I know a lot of people love to jump on, especially things like TikTok, the moment, trends in the moment, how to drive all those things in a positive way and how to not get stuck in a, in a spat with someone or a back and forth, which we do see that. I I think it's been more and more prevalent within the last few years. And certainly It reached a a peak of sorts over the last few years. I think we've definitely seen people fight more openly and publicly on social media and ultimately friendships, families falling apart because of what we've been through and the opinions we have and this this need to always be right and call someone out on what we see as a flaw or an evil, et cetera. I could talk about that too, how a difference of opinion has suddenly become wrong or evil when that's not the case and it shouldn't be. I'm not saying that there aren't moments or thoughts and opinions that should be strongly considered before they're expressed. But I think when we start living in a world where we cannot say what we think or have a different kind of approach or opinion simply because it's against someone else's who has a louder voice or there seems, you know, there seems to be a more, a larger crowd following a belief. That's not a good thing. I think it's good when we can stand up and we can have a civil discussion about things. So that's that's another topic that I suppose I could expand on more in another podcast is why have we become so offended by a difference of opinion, even when it's not harmful. Because a lot of times we focus on a very narrow part of an opinion. And what I mean is we disagree with something and we immediately assume the other person is feeling that way because they're judging or attacking. Right. We don't think about necessarily the reasons why they believe that or the reasons why they feel that way. And I think we get we we need to get back to having those discussions and not feeling like we can just immediately attack people online. And, And that's that's one of my first things I wanted to talk about was don't forget you're talking to a human. It's not a robot a robot, it's not a robot, it's not a machine you're interacting with online. I suppose sometimes, yes, if you're playing a game (laughs) or you are plugging in a code to get into a program, et cetera. No, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about social channels, forums, all of the places where you interact with people, groups of people online, you're talking to a human. And most of the time when we're on a forum or a place that we're not connected with people we know personally, these are people we don't know. We don't know anything about them. We, we don't know how old they are. We don't know where they're from. And that is very much Reddit, one of my very favorite platforms ever. We don't know usually anything about the person we're interacting with. And it, it can be very empowering to sit behind a keyboard Or hold up your little phone and look at the words from someone that you disagree with and absolutely rip them apart or shut them down because you're just looking at a screen. But on the other side of that screen is someone who could be anyone and may have had a day that you could never imagine in a good way or a bad way. I'm not trying to make excuses for people who say things that are horrific. What I am trying to do is remind of most of us, I think, I like to think that most of us are just trying to do the best we can. That's not to say that there aren't people who are out to do other people in or attack people or or have the power, right? That is such a tempting place to go. When we are In a position where we're suddenly given power, it's very addicting to keep that power. It's one of our biggest flaws as human beings. We want power. We want money. We want power. We want to feel like we matter more than the next person. But we don't. We all have the same worth. It cannot be measured. We all have the same worth. We're all just as important as the next person. We all have the power to bring forth some sort of goodness, kindness, some sort of enlightening, empowering, expressive, inspiring thing. I've always tried to hold on to that thought, that we're all fearfully, wonderfully made, and we just need to get back to the pureness of who we are, because so much of this world is so corrupted. It really is. We, we come into, I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit about my beliefs. We come into a fallen world when we arrive here, the moment we're here. Yeah, we're fully realized the moment we're here, but we're also in a place, we're in a world that is very flawed. And we're all trying to do the best we can in it. And so it's easy for us to be tempted to go down a negative road. But you need to remember that that person, that, that the words you see on that screen aren't just words. They're coming from a heart and a brain and someone who, for whatever reason, has that opinion or that thought. And sometimes it's best to reassess and take a step back. I I tell the same thing to people who are managing a bad review online. Part of my job is coordinating to manage online reputation, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs and business. It's very important to manage that because when you have a business, your clients are building your reputation for you. And if you're lucky and you do your job well, they can build a fantastic reputation for you, but that's not always the case. And honestly, you might have what you thought as as the business owner, You might have what you thought was a fantastic experience with a client or a customer. But what you don't know suddenly hits you in the face when they leave you a bad review and and you think, I had no idea they felt this way. And I can tell you guys, I have personally been tempted to do that myself. I've, I've had interactions with people in a business manner. And because of the nature of the transaction, I didn't want to... I didn't wanna put it out there how I was feeling and perhaps that was a mistake. Maybe I should have been more honest during the process. But instead, nothing was said. And then it's all done and it was a long time coming and you're kind of like, okay, you know what? That was not a pleasant experience. And I kind of want to inform someone about it, but I, I'm still trying to figure out how to do that respectfully and gracefully. I don't wanna just tear someone down because I felt neglected or I felt like I wasn't treated the way I should have been treated in the position I was in. I want to be productive about it and offer constructive criticism and say, look, this was my experience. And the truth is it shouldn't have been this way. That was the, That's the worst part is given the circumstances, it shouldn't have gone the way it went, right? So I'm personally still dealing with something in my mind and trying to figure out how am I going to express how it felt from my perspective in a way that will be constructive for the other person, the other business, et cetera, moving forward. How can I help them make things better for the next person? That's a good way to think about it. With If you're in the position as the client or the customer, someone to leave that criticism, how can you do it in a way that will help the business or the, or the person on the other end make themselves better so it doesn't happen again because it's easy to rip apart to completely obliterate someone virtually right it's it's very easy to do that especially when we're angry and we're frustrated and we're hurt and we feel like we were tossed aside or taken advantage of you know it, it could happen in a professional or a personal way so how do we approach it in a way that we can get it off our chest It's like that subreddit, True Off My Chest. Is that what it's called? How do we approach it in a way where we can do that and we feel better about it? Not because we we chewed someone up and spit them out, but because we hopefully made something better going forward. Maybe there is a time and a place where it's good to let someone know without holding back how we feel. But I do think if you're going to do that, it's probably best if you don't do it digitally. And the reason I say that is because it is very difficult to read someone's tone online. You ever notice that how hard it is, especially with certain people who are very cryptic and don't maybe as a means to do something quickly or type quickly, et cetera. It's very shorthand. There's not a lot of punctuation. You know what I mean? It's very difficult to to hear someone in your head when you're reading their words on a screen. I still struggle with that. Even with people who I I know very well, I'll get a text or an email from someone and I'm like, I don't know how they really feel about this. I, I can't read what they're thinking or feeling. The words seem like they betray what the true emotion is behind them. So I'm always second guessing that, probably a little too much. Because I worry too much. But all the more reason to consider how you express yourself online, social media, et cetera, how you can be a positive force. I'm not saying you have to be that person who constantly quotes happy things. I used to do that, actually. When I first started on Twitter years ago, I used to make it a habit to post happy quotes or sunshine things almost every single day. It was. A thing. It was kind of a way of, I suppose, branding myself without thinking about it that way. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to do this. It just became a habit. And it was a good habit. I liked doing it. Other people appreciated it a little bit. You know, it felt good to do it. So it was just a, a healthy thing to do for myself and for other people. So, but you don't have to be that person. By all means, if you have something great and positive and happy to share, something caring and helpful to share. Oh gosh, put it out there. The world needs that. We need more of that desperately. We need beautiful pictures and smiling faces and laughter, videos with babies and small children laughing. They're one of the best things ever. Pets, pets doing ridiculous things. I love seeing things like birds or dogs or cats singing with people. (laughs) It makes me really happy. And I'm not even, I'll be honest, I'm not even really a pet person. I'm I'm perfectly content to be without pets, but I know how much people love them. And honestly, there is something about some animals when they interact with us as human beings, it is very happy and positive and delightful. And I love it. And we need more of that. We need more of people putting themselves out there and not being afraid to look silly sometimes. I do that without even thinking about it. I look ridiculous sometimes. And not because I'm this human emoji and I make faces all the time, but because I do really ridiculous and stupid things. I'm clumsy. I trip. I bump into things all the time. I am that person who used to apologize to inanimate objects when I would bump into them. And not because I thought it was funny, but just because it was some absent-minded thing that I didn't realize I only bumped into a a music stand or something like that, you know? But anyway, the world needs more of those things to not be afraid to look absolutely ridiculous or or to, to laugh yourself ridiculous and be, to give someone a laugh and joy, to give away joy that's what it's all about. Share your talents, no matter what they are. I love when people share things that are jaw-dropping and kind of hilarious at the same time. You know, when people have talents that are pretty, they're, they're not very practical, they're kind of useless, but they're really fascinating. I love that stuff. So if you have something really cool like that, it amazes your family or your friends. And even if they think you're weird because of it, I promise you, there is an audience for you, especially on Reddit. And we need more of that. So much more of it. Thoughtfulness goes a long way on social channels. Stop shouting and start engaging and strategizing and being thoughtful, being kind, being calculated. Not so much that you aren't being honest or transparent or authentic, just being thoughtful. It's social responsibility in a way. And social responsibility, that phrase has been around for so long, even before social media. It is your social responsibility. And now more than ever, we need that. So I guess that's it. I just wanted to talk about something different today and I wanted to feel better about things. And this helped a lot actually to talk about what what we all can do to contribute more positively to the online world. And I'll probably talk about it again in some manner or another. But until next time, keep yourselves alive. And I will be back. I hope I can buckle down. And finalize my next queen deep dive because it's going to be gigantic. I anticipate it will be quite long and fun at the same time. It's all right, guys. Later.